0: Welcome to Ann Arbor Spark CEO Podcast, conversations on economic opportunity. My name is Paul Kretko and I'm the President and CEO of Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. Welcome to our continuing conversations with key leaders from those sectors. Joining me today is Anna Marie Sastry, President of SACD3. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks very much for
1: having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we were really pleased uh, to be able to honor the company and you uh, recently in our annual meeting, and and we really wanted to take some time to maybe go into a little bit more in-depth than we were able to then. So you would just have an incredible background, and, and, you know, to share with our audience, you founded two University of Michigan research centers, you've co authored over 140 patents and mentored, mentored hundreds. Can you tell our audience more about your work at the University of Michigan, and then how that led you to start uh, SACT3?
1: Sure. Uh, we had a very active laboratory at the University of Michigan, we were working in batteries for quite some time. And When we were working on the automotive version of the technology called the lamination technology, while we were working on that problem, we were challenged by another center at the University of Michigan to develop something very, very small, to go into mm-hmm. a micro gas chromatograph okay. at the uh, wireless integrated microsystem center. And over the course of doing a number of simulations, we determined that in fact, not only was the solid state solution uh, a potentially fittable solution in this application, but it had the potential to be much, much higher energy density. And so it was an unexpected uh, sort of thought process that, that led us to uh, led us to solid state. We determined, uh, I guess I was the ringleader on that one, but d- d- determined that really the right way to do it was to form a company. Mm-hmm. And so that we could uh, raise enough resources. Attract Absolutely, attract enough capital to build a laboratory to go into prototyping and so forth.
0: Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the battery technology in its importance to society and why it's important to increase energy density.
1: I do think that the battery problem is one of the, the planet's uh, great engineering problems. Everything from portable electronics to cars to grid requires good energy storage. And so the way we thought about it at SACTI3 was, how can we develop something that is mathematically the endpoint? How can we do this first thought experiment and then turn that into simulations and ultimately turn that into prototypes? The battery business and uh, research nexus, if you will, is huge. There are many, many different solutions that people have proposed. How we were thinking about it was a little bit different. If you could clean sheet of paper this thing Mm -hmm. and have anything you wanted, what would it look like? And Mm -hmm. so that's what led us to the solid-state solution. And it's been a, a multi-years long journey, and we have more to go. But um, it's definitely a problem worth uh, banging your head against for a couple of decades. Uh,
0: you were just one of 30 early-stage tech entrepreneurs from the United States, around the country, that were invited to the first White House Demo Day in Washington. So that was really a great accomplishment. What was what was that experience like?
1: Uh, it was terrific. Uh, I think that... Uh, President Obama showed a lot of interest in tech and showed a lot of interest in um, building innovation in the country and highlighting some things mm-hmm. that might you know, have a, have a chance to make an impact. So it was a great honor for the whole team at SACTI3 uh, to be asked to present. Um, he asked me a few questions about the technology, which was very cool to get to answer the President of the United States. Sure. And I think that, so the team actually gathered at SACTI3 to watch it because it was, it was broadcast, uh-huh. uh, web streamed. And, um, at one point, he said something like, "Keep up the good work," and and, and everybody at Secti Three went, "Woo!" <laughs> you know, because everybody had gathered in the Commons to yeah. kind of watch it. So that's pretty cool when the when the President sure. of the United States of America says, "Hey, keep keep yeah. working on this." So,
0: well, you know, one of the things that also uh, last year that was a great accomplishment was that Secti Three was acquired by Dyson, and I'd, I'd like you to take some time to talk about how you see the acquisition impacting Secti Three but nonetheless when you get acquired by a larger company the community worries well what does that mean for us so maybe talk us through that a little bit
1: ann arbor has a very very strong sense of place it is a research city Uh, one of the things i've always loved about living in ann arbor is that no matter what you're looking for in science and Mm -hmm. technology and engineering it's here it's close enough to the auto companies to benefit from all of the tier ones and all of the infrastructure around that It's got a great academic community, which has, you know, absolutely been our number one source of talent. And uh, it's got an open-mindedness as a university town. For SACTI3, uh, Dyson has been so incredibly supportive. Uh, They are a technology company. Um, As a tech company being able to join a huge uh, successful tech company and get you know a couple of thousand colleagues right away and uh, resourced and, and have a genuine strong pull on our development is exhilarating. Uh, as a startup company, we had investments from uh, California, from Japan, from Michigan, and from England, and we've had people from all over the planet come, and to a person, I I think our partners and vendors have been very impressed Mm -hmm. with Ann Arbor. Mm -hmm. It is a research city.
0: One of the things that I think is a hidden strength of this community is that it is a diverse community in the sense that uh, I found with the 10 years that I was in Silicon Valley, when I was there, you know, lots of people would talk about Mm -hmm. presence of venture capital or Stanford or Berkeley. But the other part that you'd find over and over again in a, in a technology company is people from different parts of the world, different races, different creeds, religions, cultures, coming together to, to work together in an environment where they felt very comfortable and at home, and what I mean by the environment is when they went home, not right. in the company. but in, in, And so I find, now being here for the six years that I've been here, that's one of the hidden strengths that is a real attribute that makes us a great place for early stage companies.
1: I couldn't agree more. Uh, SACTI 3 people come from six different countries, uh, all ages, uh, whatever races, mm-hmm. all races, mm-hmm. uh, creeds, and so forth. Um, we're united by the technical work we do on a problem we care about. Uh, it's not actually important that everybody believe every single thing uh, that everybody else I believes. Sense. It is important that everybody value everybody else's Mm -hmm. right to have beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I think Ann Arbor is a city which is actually truly cosmopolitan. Not just uh, a bunch of people from every place living in the same place by happenstance, migration, whatever it is. But a bunch of people who've signed up. And university towns tend to be that way because they aggregate talent. And they, they attract people from all over the planet, from all over the country from all different walks of life, all different belief systems and so forth because of common shared interests, which is actually truly what creates cosmopolitanism. Mm -hmm.
0: And creates the opportunity for the collision of ideas and the convergence of concepts um, that, you know, people that do this commentary for a living, whether it be Richard Florida or Paul Krugman or others, Mm -hmm. have recognized that, that university communities for the country and for the world in the next several decades are real, the real drivers of
1: our economy. So That's absolutely the case. I, I, I agree with that. What do you attribute
0: your success to and what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs who would like to have similar success?
1: I like to tell people uh, there's no such thing as a billion dollar idea. There's a fifty-cent idea and a billion dollars worth of work. <laughs> and I think the same thing is true in all these segments mm-hmm. so I don't know that I would presume to give advice but just Whatever uh, metric you decide that you want to chase, know that when you start your own business uh, with um, without the help of a big organization, without a go-to, without an operating manual, uh, you're going to have to work hard mm-hmm. uh, for every for every achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, to us, I think making a great workplace and working on a great technology have been the two things that matter. And everything else is is far and away second, third, fourth mm-hmm. order effects.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, to close out, um, you've worked in the community for many years. Um, you've been able to develop um, a great uh, technology and, and a great company. Um, what makes you feel optimistic about our region and our economy?
1: Lots of things. Uh, I do think that uh, research is a driver for a lot of what's good. <laughs> I really do. I think that the mindset that technology can solve real human problems um, is shared by people at SACTI3. and so. When you're in a town in a region where where it's so technology driven Mm -hmm. you know highest concentration of engineers outside of san jose i mean Mm -hmm. you know the numbers better than Mm -hmm. i do paul Mm -hmm. Um, that gives tremendous optimism Mm -hmm. Uh, i think it's also important to have uh, a humanist point of view and have uh, the benefit of cultural uh, life and humanities and no place embodies that more than a big public university mm-hmm. so you have both people who are problem solvers and people who are thinking about what problems really need to be solved mm-hmm. and that combination is very very powerful mm-hmm. I think one without the other maybe is not too helpful but to have both things together in a town like Ann Arbor is great I think that's a really
0: great perspective and I think that you're right Emery.
1: Marie I want to thank you for taking time
0: to speak with us today
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: And I want to thank our audience for listening and learning more about those leaders and organizations who are working hard to create the Ann Arbor region's economic future. These conversations are brought to you by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. For more information about Ann Arbor Spark, you can find us on the web at annarborusa.org and also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about SACT3, and that's spelled S-A-K-T-I and the number 3, please visit www.sact3.com.